his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Brian Murphy uh, from uh, Bring Me the News and Purple Insider joins us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. The Vikings win in Green Bay, get back to 400, 500, excuse me, but they uh, lose Kirk Cousins in the process, what uh, is likely uh, done for the year with an Achilles tear. And, uh, Brian, as we bring you in, um, I th- you know, a lot of people, for as polarizing as Kirk Cousins has been, I think a lot of people finally were getting on board. And this year, I mean, he putting up MVP-type numbers, so that makes this loss uh, even more stinging on this Monday morning. Oh, Brian, you there? I think Brian was waiting. Oh, sorry from, about that. Oh, I was muted. Oh, 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 sorry. That's all right. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I, I thought um, you were waiting for me to do my very famous, you know, AI Vikings report yeah. uh, where I <laughs> no, plug it into chat no. GPT and you're very grateful for your job security as I yeah, read right. all the misinformation. <laughs> yeah, just Monday morning, uh, too many uh, devices operating right I now. Get it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, as you said, Adam, I mean, you're not going to have Kirk Cousins to kick around anymore. Yeah. Just as he was basically getting rid of the kick me sign on his on his back, um, I think uh, it's jarring. It's it's jarring because of the the nate. I mean, one of cousins, and he's got many at, uh, as, attributes and yep. assets. One of the main ones was his durability. durability I mean, yep. one hundred and fifty some starts, um, and all four years here in Minnesota, he's never missed a start. And he took some some really hard hits last year, and yes. there wasn't a defender anywhere near him yesterday when he popped up uh, with his Achilles injury. So really a devastating injury because of the timing of it at the back end of a very impressive win. The Vikings fourth in their last fifth games, as you mentioned, it took eight weeks to get back to 500 and here they are. And now they're not only without their starting quarterback, but arguably one of their strongest alpha males and, and leaders in the, in the locker room and just reading the comments and, and watching the clips of, sort of this, uh, you know, the solemn and, and, and downcast faces. I mean, this is a difficult, difficult pill to swallow. And uh, general manager, you know, Quasi Adolfo Mensa now has less than 48 hours. They've got a trade deadline tomorrow at 4 p.m. He may try to make a move to add somebody that is uh, wasting away on a roster, or there's a lot of names we can maybe even get into that are just sitting on the sidelines into forced retirement. But I feel like, he owes that locker room some kind of move before tomorrow uh, to fortify that position. Well, Brian, how 
help me understand this, and this might, again, coming from a novice who's never been inside a football locker room, um, you know, they, you, say, you just said they're going to miss Cousins. They're going to miss that strength. Can't he still be there? I mean, he, can he still be in the locker room with his team? Doesn't he still have a leadership position? Or what, what's the sitch? Like, what happens when somebody gets hurt? Well, it depends on the severity of the injury. But, I mean, it's sort of, and this is, I'm speaking generally among all pro sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're injured and you're rehabbing, you're on a completely different timeline, yeah. dealing with the medical staff, dealing with your responsibilities. You, it, it, you're, you're literally out of sight, out of mind. And if you talk to any athletes that have rehabbed from serious knee injuries and, and surgeries in every sport, they talk about that is the most difficult aspect is being isolated and away from that team environment. Now, that doesn't mean he can't be in a quarterback's room with his leg propped up uh, discussing game plans, um, okay. mm-hmm. but it, it it you you are noticeably absent. You are noticeably on a different kind of level of preparedness, and you know your priorities are completely different than what the team's day to day schedule is. So it is a void, and it's a void that injured players always talk about. Is it's almost as difficult, if not diff- more difficult, the mental aspect of rehabbing and trying to get back into prime shape without your teammates around you, without that locker room camaraderie, without being on the team playing together, having the meals together, being a 53-man unit. It's, it is, it's a stark difference. I, I imagine Jaron Hall gets the start against um, Atlanta next, next week. But what does your gut tell you? What do you think is going to happen here? I mean, Nick Mullins, he's on IR. He's scheduled to come back fairly soon. But, I mean, what do you think will happen here? I think, you know, the Kwesi's in a position where he, he can make a move if he wants, but it's going to cost the Vikings in the future. Either he's not going to get great draft capital if he wants to make, or, or, or you know, he, he's going to have to probably overpay if he wants to acquire a veteran quarterback. You know, I'm thinking somebody like Andy Dalton, who's just kind of wasting away in Carolina, Jameis Winston, maybe in New Orleans, could be had. It's possible, but the, the Vikings' negotiating leverage is pretty much goo. They don't have. They're they're in such a desperate state that they they could easily get fleeced. There's yeah. other proven free agents that are maybe just looking at their investment portfolios or raking leaves, waiting for that one phone call. I mean, I'm thinking of like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, yep. Who played in a Super Bowl? Carson Wentz. You know, got a ring even though he was rehabbing from a knee injury. Nick Foles, who replaced Wentz with Philly and won that Super Bowl here, and Joe Flacco have each started one and one now. But there's a reason these guys are unemployed. The game has sort of passed them by. And if you want to plug and play in the middle of the season with a quarterback who's been at home for six months, I don't know what kind of success you're going to have. Um, I mean, it was only ten years ago, if you remember, they brought in Josh Freeman on a on a whim, and he had a disastrous start. Uh, on a Monday night in New York, and never, never heard from him again. Legendary so, bad, yeah. I, so I, that's, you know, you mentioned Nick Mullins. I mean, he's on IR with a back injury, so I don't know when he's available. He does have 17 career starts, which gives him a little bit more of an experience than the fifth-round rookie, Jaron Hall, who's probably going to be in over his head, but he's your only option going forward at least this week. I, I, it's going to be fascinating to see that whatever decisions – you know, Adolfo Mensa makes or doesn't make, and the rationale he has behind them could impact the Vikings for years uh, by tomorrow's trade deadline.
His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What is the future of Kirk Cousins with the Vikings? I think it's very likely he threw his last pass yesterday for the Vikings. And I say that because, well, let's just take a look at it from the injury standpoint. He's 35. Uh, a torn Achilles is a major, major injury. Now, it doesn't mean you can't come back from it. It's exactly what Aaron Rodgers is rehabbing from in New York with the Jets. He vows he's coming back, maybe even this season. I, that seems highly unlikely, but... It's going to take a lot of work. It's, it's, uh, it, it's uncertain whether he would even be ready by training camp in July. Uh, Brian O'Neill, their right tackle, suffered the same type injury in the season finale in January at Lambeau Field as well last year, and he wasn't really up to full speed until deep into training camp. So that puts his availability in question. But the Vikings made a decision not to extend him during the offseason let him go into this season as a lame duck free agent. They hadn't necessarily decided whether they're going to move on from him totally. The numbers that he was putting up were positioning him to to cash in with a huge deal on the free agent market. Uh, I think it was very likely that the Vikings were were probably going to eye the draft and and rebuilding the quarterback, even if Cousins had finished the season, although he could have made an argument if he had an MVP-like season and playoff success that maybe they would be tempted to bring him back. But again, 35 going on 36, I mean, he's got a limited shelf life without this injury. Now this injury just throws all of that into question, and I I think it's very, very unlikely that that Kirk will play for the Vikings again. And you talk about, you know, getting a guy to plug and play, and I'm just trying to rack my brain to think about success uh, when when teams have had to do that. You know, early on when a guy goes down, like Tom Brady obviously was – a guy who filled in for a, an injured quarterback, but that was very early on in the season. I'm just trying to gauge success of what expectations for Viking fans could be uh, if you find a guy and, and you know sign another quarterback and what those expectations would be. I mean, obviously you've got offensive talent there, plenty of people to throw to, but what will those expectations be? It's, it's well, they better be low, yeah, and and they better be uh, reasonable at best because as 
mentioned, it's not it's not like other sports where you can just grab a pitcher at the trade deadline yeah. and have them come in and just say, go strike people out for the next three months as we get into the playoffs. It's not the same with football. We all know that. It's a complicated game. It's a complicated offensive system that every team has and is unique to that team. They've been working on it since April with the personnel that they've had, with the coordinators that they've had, the schemes that they've had. Now, a, a quarterback who's a veteran, you know, who had played numerous years and had success in the league, there are going to be some things that are universal. But again, you're also talking, and I'm not, these guys keep themselves in good shape, yeah. but you're also talking about somebody that has not gone through right. training camp in the first eight weeks of the season. One thing I would say that, that maybe give Viking fans some hope if they do go the plug-and-play route or even stick with what they have, their defense has really, really turned around and played so well in the last yes, couple weeks. Yes, they have. That yep. This might be the focus of the team now. You may have to just count on maybe some 17 to 10 wins and see where that gets you at the end of the season. Jordan Addison, as a rookie receiver, stepping in wonderfully. By the way, they're 3-0 and without Justin Jefferson, who you know could be back in <laughs> yeah. two weeks. So... You know, you look at that as almost like addition um, and and both more from a morale and a practical standpoint uh, when they get Jefferson back. Um, the offensive line has really emerged as, you know, kind of a roving wall of protection. So maybe you put a rookie back there that could succeed. Um, so they, there are possibilities. It's not all gloom and doom and, as it would have been two or three weeks ago. And you look at the schedule, and you look at the schedule, Brian, very winnable. T- I mean, some bad teams coming up. It does open up wonderfully. I mean, they really don't have a lot of challenges until, um, you know, you've got two games against Detroit, which looks like they're the class of the NFC North right now. Two of your last three games are against the Lions, home on Christmas Eve, and then you finish the season January 7th, I believe it is, in Detroit. If you can get to there in contention, um, it's possible that you could make those games make some hay. In the meantime, you know, there's seven weeks here where it's a very favorable schedule, but it's just, uh, I mean, it's just such a such a huge factor to lose your quarterback in the middle of the season, the way he was playing. Uh, those salute, you know, those those numbers, those statistics, that leadership, that just you don't just replace that overnight. So I, it's going to be fascinating to see the next 48 hours and just see where this team goes in the next several weeks with whatever solution they come up with in that position. Brian, I just want to change gears just for one minute because this story uh, that I saw over the weekend horrified me, and Adam and I spoke briefly about it. Uh, Hibbing native and former UMD player Adam Johnson um, had a horrific accident this weekend, and I I was asking Adam to explain to me um, how a hockey player can die like this um, on on the ice. And again, I won't go into the gruesome details, but are skate accidents, uh, are, are they common? Does this happen a lot? And I'm just so sad for, for, of course, for him and his family and for anybody who had to witness this. No, they're very rare. Um, okay. There have been some advancements in protective gear. Some, some players do wear neck guards. Um, in fact, Dean Evison, the wild coach who played a long time in Europe said back when he was playing, they were mandatory. He wasn't sure what the status of those are uh, today. I think those of a certain age that have followed hockey, like me, Adam, I mean, we all remember Clint Clint Larchuk in 1989 with the, uh, I believe he was with either Quebec or Buffalo. I know it happened in Buffalo. Uh, Somebody collided with him in the crease, and there's some video out there that's pretty horrific of it. He had his jugular sliced 
on the ice and the trainers, you know, did miraculous work just to stop the bleeding and get him to the hospital. And he was able to play again in another couple of weeks. We don't know all the details of what happened with, with Adam Johnson in England as to what, you know, what happened when he went off the ice and got into the locker room and what kind of treatment he had, but it is an inherent risk because, you know, pro hockey players sharpen these blades every day to a razor sharp uh, point. And it's, you know, when you see these collisions and, and you know, this, this, this was just a very innocent, inadvertent skating through the ice, in the center of the ice, mm. and the mm-hmm. defender's leg popped up and caught him at the right, wrong place at the wrong time. Um, but they, these are very, very rare incidents. Um, and usually when you've, you've heard about them, um, they're able to, to, to really triage right away and prevent a disaster like that. It'll be interesting to see when, when some of the, the reporting comes out of England as as to what exactly happened from the moment he was injured on the ice uh, until unfortunately he passed away. Yeah. Just awful. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's it's mm. just so sad and so tragic. Um, Brian, uh, thank you on that note. Sorry to leave you uh, uh, yeah, with that. Sorry but to downer. You are uh, are you uh, joining uh, Matthew uh, Collar today uh, on a on a on a podcast? What do we got coming up? Yeah, should be. I have a column out already uh, that posted this morning on Purple Insider, and then I'll be recording something with him uh, later this morning that should be out uh, sometime today or tomorrow on Purple Insider as well. Very good. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks, guys. Brian Murphy from uh, Bring Me the News and uh, Purple Insider. Read his stuff uh, on both of those websites. 949 on News Talk 830 WCCO. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.